Yeah. Oh. And we can't tell the ones about every time Lily and I call the alley to be like, did we get STDs? <laughs> I don't know. That's amazing. Allie's like the guru of sexual reproduction. That is true. Um, okay. So basically, we have to pretend we don't know you. Right, here we are at the Friday Night Movie Podcast, and this is a big deal episode because this is the first time in a while when all you can hear the laughter already. All three of the a big siblings. Deal. You sound really excited. <laughs> a really big deal. All three siblings. The emotion in your voice. Are together in the same place, and then with us we have a special guest. We have the first human to, I think, penetrate the. Um, uh, the three sibling group and really join the group full time. Aside from like our friends growing in up, the inner inner circle. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and I happen to be very fortunate in that I married her. This is my wife, Allison. Hi. Yeah. What? This is true. So you what? did say what? You said what? Human. You often do this. You make these very specific characterizations <laughs> <laughs> of people. Is there been like an animal, a snack, a something dutchie. else? Dutchie? Been... Are you going to leave Dutchie out? Okay. Well, to be. That she makes an appearance almost in every episode now. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she wasn't really like the beloved family dog. She was just the family dog. So she was dad's best, best friend. friend. The actual quote yeah. from her funeral. Yeah. <laughs> Allie was there for the Allie's been through. So Allie, my yeah. wife, is here. She has been through a lot with this family. In fact, we are a day away from us from at the 13th anniversary wow. of our first date. So it's kind of a cool, a cool. Do you want to tell the story about the silver dial earrings? <laughs> oh, yeah, Allie, Allie, I don't like dangling earrings. And Allie, the first thing I saw on our first date were these, like, huge, big, like, silver dollar dangly earrings. And I was like, oh, all right, get it together. This is cool. Um, and then when true she, love. That's true love. And yeah, then when love. during the date Allie um, uh, quoted Tom Petty's American Girl, I was like, eh, pretty cool. Wow, that's such a dated reference now. <laughs> it really is 13 years Too ago. soon. He died. No, I mean, to, that like, from the 70s. that on a date. Back like 13 years ago, I feel like wow, it was even dated then. Oh, there you go. Well, you are older. Ali, stop saying you don't care that he died. I, That's yeah. what they pretty much I say. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, this is wow. That's two Tom Petty references in two shows. Deep. Should we rename the podcast? <laughs> Tom Petty tribute show. <laughs> oh, Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I have a question. Do I also have to eat the microphone? No, no, no I just I, I feel like you guys are no, shocking. No, <laughs> <laughs> Can you actually move over to on the short side with you? No, no, no. No, it's like clipped this 105 times. I have to. What does that lower mean? Lower the gain. Lower the gain just a little bit. Cause, all right. I think that, am I making it higher? You're making it lower is that way. Okay. I can't tell because it's on the other side of the mic. Why couldn't That would be lower. Okay. No, that's too low. All right. Okay. So here we are at the Friday Night Movie Podcast. We have... Lily, Becky, and I in the same place. And then we have Allie, who has been with us for 13 years minus a day, because this is almost the 13th anniversary of our first date. Um, uh, my wife is here. And really, second to our mother 
and me, or third, I guess, is probably the person who takes the most crap from you guys <laughs> in the family. The, like, the most joy, like, just, like, but fun, joyfully made fun of. out of love. Yeah. Right, but that's how you know you're one of the siblings. And what I was saying before is that Allie, the good thing, my favorite thing about Allie is that she can dish it as much as she can take it. And, like, she dishes out like she was actually our sibling, which does make it kind of gross because she's your wife. <laughs> However. Because <laughs> I look like you guys. And Ellie and I look more alike than me and Becky or you and Becky, Although Shy and Becky. Although my iPhone would bend to different. Although, yeah, I was able to open the side note, sidebar, with Becky's iPhone 10. I was, you can do facial recognition, right? So nobody can open it but her face. Except I opened it with my face the other day. And Becky looked at me and she goes, oh, my God, how fat are my cheeks? <laughs> turned to her and I was like, bitch, you mean how skinny did my cheeks get? And she's like, no, that's not what I meant. My face is so round. It was hilarious. But I was able to unlock her phone that's amazing. with my face. So here we are. Lily, I'll, I'll go around and do what we normally do. Lily, how are you? I am basking in joy, which is basically what you told me I should say. Well, no, you wanted to say felling, which is but the it's actual not a, term. No, it's not the real term. Like I'm going to look, I'll search in the American English dictionary for what I'm trying to say. Because there's a word in Spanish that describes it perfectly, but I will just say that I'm basking in joy that our children are together, we're together, just just jokes, constant jokes. This is super fun. The kids are pretty hilarious yeah. together. Awesome. Uh, and Becky, how are you doing? I'm drunk. I'm asleep. <laughs> oh no, I'm sleep deprived. I'm so sleep deprived. It's basically like my body thinks it's drunk what? because that's how sleep deprived I am. <laughs> it's like the episode of Life in Pieces we watched yesterday. <laughs> yes. I was gonna say the Sex and City when she's like, I'm drunk. I'm drunk in Vogue. Like that <laughs> she gets drunk in the closet. Um, oh, no, I like no alcohol. Yes, because she's weighs 10 pounds. Uh, yeah, that's how I am right now. Cool. And Allie, welcome. Thank you. I'm uh, very happy we... to be here. All right, finally. I've I've heard many a podcast being recorded in the basement. I've watched our children while many a podcast were recorded. You are the famed and... woman who opens the laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? Look, I can't help it if sometimes laundry needs to be done on podcast day. It's a little bit of a Lucy situation. Like, oh, I love Lucy. Like, I want to be in the show. So I'm just like sneaking out of the laundry room. <laughs> I pop out of the, like, the dryer. Well, 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 now you are here. And we are gathered in Philadelphia. It's the week before Passover. Um, we had a lovely day. We, um, we're going to do, you know, one of our favorite family shows is The Goldbergs. And we, and, and uh, as loyal members of the Gold Nerd family, we were um, going to go and seek out Donkey's Place, the cheesesteak place that has the circular Kaiser roll cheesesteaks that were featured in a recent episode of the Goldbergs. And I was all excited, and I was planning that we were going to live stream it and take videos and pictures, and I tweeted out to Gold Nerds and to Wendy MC Fansite, which is Ashley, and to Adam F. Goldberg, and to Donkey's Place, and said, we're going to Donkey's Place. And then within a few minutes, Donkey's Place... God, God bless them. They wrote back and said, hey God, had we slept our whole group there? Camp nobody would have talked to you been very hungry. <laughs> they tweeted back and said, no, we are not open on Saturdays. So we're going to postpone the Donkey's Place visit um, and have the Kaiser Roll cheesesteak next Friday, the day before uh, Passover begins. And it will be our pre-Passover cheesesteak. Now, what's funny is his mom keeps hawking us throughout complaining that we're going to a place that isn't her favorite cheesesteak place. So we are living in a real-life version <laughs> of the episode of The Goldbergs. She does not stop talking about on the I just And I don't think home. she's seen the episode. She's just uh, acting like Murray. She hasn't seen the episode. And we were. I was walking home with her. You guys were ahead. And she literally goes, 
why does your brother have to be so stubborn? And I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, he just makes these statements. And I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, well, I just don't understand why we can't go to Delosandros. I don't get it. And I was like, have you seen the episode? And she was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I think he wants to do it just to like try something new for the episode. She goes, I don't see the reason. If you're going to get in the car, I don't see the reason. Because once you're going to get in the car to go get a cheesesteak, you she should be going to Del That's like, it was like sacrilegious to her. Well, anyway, so we're living a real life version of the Goldbergs here. Uh, uh, Allie, uh, with Allie here, yes. um, we, we we need to reflect. We, we, when we have a guest, we talk about their careers and we interview them about things that are, you know, affected them and influenced them and, and about their work. And we're, we're actually not going to talk really? about your Anything current career important. because, yes. yeah, one of our right. mottos Let's on this not. podcast <laughs> is nothing timely or important. Perfect. Uh, nothing newsworthy or important. Uh, but before your current career, mm. in which you do very important things to help save the world um, for our children. It's true. But before your current career, you had a career as a child model. It was brief but glamorous. And we are going to post a picture of this oh, in wow. tandem with the promotion for this episode. Allie, you you released, would you agree to that? Allie, <laughs> you released you this photo into the public. You brought this That's on fair. yourself. You're asking us to do it. The basically. best thing about that photo, without without even telling y'all what's in it, is the number of people from my childhood who were like, "I remember that picture from your house." It wasn't framed anywhere, but they they remember. So, so where were because it would it was seared into yeah, their you brain. Can't, you can't so undo that. Al. Would you like to just tell us a little bit of background on your child modeling career? Uh, yeah. I'd and then we'll flip to. flash forward to the current story <laughs> as to what happened when you posted that picture. So, so how we stumbled upon this picture, by the way, is that we are moving out of our house to renovate it and has been a huge march down memory lane, uh, finding all sorts of old stuff. And most of the old stuff, frankly, is mine, including drawings dating back to when I was like four years old. <laughs> Which is hilarious because, like, clearly, I, I mean, I've always known you love to draw. We, you, you've always like sketched and drawn, but that was amazing where you put an arrow saying "tail" to where you, to show your dinosaur yeah. tail. Well, there's a picture I drew of mom in her old house coat, that like maroon and black house coat, <laughs> yelling at me. Which is funny because I would not associate <laughs> mom, mom yelling, yelling at me, but in this particular mom throwing a bottle of ketchup at her, the three of us. We deserved it. Let's be clear. Oh, yeah. It takes so much to push mom to the edge. Yeah. And the worst is that when you do push her to the edge, you just sit there cackling (laughs) and being like, giggling quietly to yourself, being like, we did it. Quietly. Well, like, you know, you don't want to like overdo it with her. And then she looks at you and you're just like, you're so cute when you're mad. She gets so mad. The best. Poor woman. Yeah. So, um, so among the things we found was the picture of you all Mm -hmm. made up in a child modeling uh, Had you ever seen it? I'd seen it once before. Oh. Amazingly, Orly had not seen it. That's what's oh. remarkable. My best friend of since kindergarten, well, since I've known since kindergarten and best friend since eighth grade had never seen it. She felt like her whole life was a lie after having seen the picture. <laughs> I, I understand So that. how did you get into child modeling? Um, you know, like many great career moves, I just stumbled backwards into that, you know, fortuitous event. Um, my mom when we were little, would go downtown in downtown Albany to a hair salon called Bongos, um, which I believe is the height of fashion in Albany. I just can't picture your mom ever going to a place called Bongos. Bongos Bongos. Bongos. And and the logo is a monkey playing the bongos with two palm trees, right? That's a big reference. That's how I meant. Yes, (laughs) you're not far off. 
and she used to go there and I don't know the ins and outs of how it happened, but they decided they were going to do like a print ad campaign and somehow recruited me to be the face of an adult hair salon ad, like as like a yeah. six year old. I don't know how old I was, six, seven. I have no you idea. Look at this picture while we talk. Um, I mean, I feel so like good. yeah, it, it really. It, I hope our, it, this has to already be on the internet. No, no, this will be when so we when we drop right. the episode. This will People be the, the promotional be picture. Watching, looking at this picture. Yeah, while so it'll be something it. like. Find out the story behind this picture. If I remember, you, you oh got yeah, your no, nails, I was right. And you got your nails done. No, it. I was gonna say I remember that I wore my pink ballet leotard, and so that was my clothing Those are choice. Fake nails. Oh yes. Um, I mean, for those who are not seeing the picture now, my hair is roughly the size of something from like Bon Jovi's like band. Like it's <laughs> it's ginormous. There are bangs. There is so much eyeliner and eyeshadow that it can't even properly be described. Blood red lips on a six-year-old. Um, and like pre-contour. Yeah, like, it's like pre-contouring like amounts of blush. It's unbelievable. I think what really gets me though is the pose and the look. Like yeah. that attitude. I'm bringing it. Did, did anybody, do, do you remember anybody directing you? Look matter. I, I have no, no recollection of the actual like, photo shoot. You, you? you don't remember the actual? No. no. I remember this picture and I remember the print black and white paper ad that we cut out of the newspaper and stuck in my scrapbook as a child. Wow. Yeah. So flash forward to now, uh, as we were going through the stuff in the attic, we were posting stuff here and there. It's a Allie gift to the internet. <laughs> Allie posted this picture to Facebook. Many nostalgic comments, people from Albany who were like, oh my God, you were that person? This was like the most famous ad in Albany because we're from Albany. No, I'm laughing. Nobody's laughing. People who didn't know about this photo flipped out. Right. But and then, then, the, then, yeah. and then, and then Lily's mother-in-law. Who I guess is Facebook friends with Allie. Yeah. yeah. And, and is a hairstylist. She oh, is a, she has, she's a hairdresser and has three hairdressers. Like she has three salons where she lives in Spain. So she's Spanish. So, so she weighed in in Spanish, but Allie couldn't understand it. So could you Well, maybe... no, I, I kind of did. I, I A, read it in Spanish and was like, huh, I think I know what this is saying. But let me just click on see translation to make sure I've got this right. And I was like... She just keeps saying, I'm so sorry for these poor girls. Yeah. That's basically what she said. She So she would have seen the photo totally passed on Allie's caption because she doesn't read English, doesn't understand English. So would not have even paid attention to anything that Allie wrote so about the So she thought like Allie was doing like a, a campaign uh, I, for I, abused children? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So she assumed that Allie was putting up a photo of like one of these pageant girls that is like, like you know. Life got ruined? Yeah, I guess. Or was like, right, or, or, or maybe like a child that was forced to do... I don't know, porn. I don't know. This photo is like a lot. So she, I mean, I get maybe to cut that out. <laughs> I guess you're going to cut that out. I don't know. Don't Give me a look. look. I don't, I feel like I the Sarah Silverman of this group. I don't care. It's weird and dark. I'm sorry. I was watching like a, a video on Instagram. All of a sudden things got weird. You could just with the marker or whatever you do. Anyways. Um, so she was just like. clean it up, Shai. Yeah. Just clean it fix up. It in post. Fix it in post. Fix it in post. <laughs> So anyway, so she was looking at, obviously the photo felt like sad for this child. Um, I don't understand why she wouldn't have been able to tell that this is clearly something from the 80s. screaming into the mic. Yeah. You, oh, you sorry. Actually, you are like screaming into sorry. it. Sorry. It even shows it there that you're screaming. Okay. You see the so red? We, Those are parts where it sounds like it's going to be all distorted and it's okay. not bad. Well, I'll step back and I don't see the red. It just looks like a pretty abstract painting. Um, 
And so my mother-in-law um, writes uh, these girls, like it's, it's, I'm so sad to see these girls in Spanish, a translation, it pains me to see these girls. And then my mom catches it. And so my mom immediately replies in Spanish. To everybody. To her specific comment. But oh, everybody can see it. It's on the comment thread of Allie's model photo. And so she writes, no, 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 that's not what this is. This is um, Allie as a kid who did a favor for uh, her mom's friend who had a salon. My mom embellished the story. <laughs> and then goes, it's it's just like a funny joke. Allie put it on as a joke on, on Facebook. Cut to my mother-in-law sending me a huge long message that is a gigantic apology to my sister. And now I think I'm like, does she think that's Becky? Because <laughs> she knows the, like, she knows Allie's my sister-in-law. She's like, I'm so sorry I said that about your sister. I can't believe I did that. I'm so sorry. I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. I didn't mean to offend her. And I'm like, the she worst is that she doesn't even realize up. how this is so not a big deal. So then I write her back, really don't worry about it. Then I give my sh- husband shit because I assume he like tattletales on her and or whatever. And he's like, I never even talked to her about it. And then um, she then writes something else. Something else. She on, apologizes on my Facebook. Then she apologizes publicly on Allie's Facebook. And then finally, Allie, write, uh, Allie writes back, "No pasanada. Like, <laughs> it's all good because this thing got out of hand." Which, um, to to you know, give a little more background on Allie, she has conversational Spanish. She's fluent in conversational Spanish, and so, so the she no can she can is part like she can converse in it's Spanish. Like so. It's no big deal. <laughs> She's conversational and proficient conversational Spanish. Uh, well, uh, we brought Allie on, you know, obviously to uncover the story behind this photo. But we also brought her on uh, for her to defend her taste in movies, <laughs> uh, which I support fully. Uh, but Do I you know use? That, I sense hesitation. No, 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 but I know that there's some stuff we have to unpack, and and I thought the fun way for a fun way for us. I to thought do it was this. such a marriage moment where you're like, I live with her, she's my wife. Just keep it cool. No, I no, support I like, fully. I do support like, these things. I love uh-huh. these movies. All right, so we're gonna go through some of Allie's favorite movies and shows and things like that, and do some buy rent or meh, one of our games. I don't think we've played it in a couple of episodes. So mm-hmm. buy rent or meh, just for people following at home is yeah, you're offered either, it's like our rating system, and, and you're offered uh, three items often, and you have to pick which one of them you would buy, as in like buy it on iTunes, rent, as in rent it on iTunes, or meh, wait for it on streaming, wait for it to come on regular television, or maybe never you see it. You want to spend money on it. It, re- it really depends on how you de- decide, how you define meh, but, and, that, and that is up to whoever says it. Um, so we're going to do that with some of the things we know Allie loves and our panel of experts here in Lily and Becky. Some of these things have been covered before, but we're, we're still going to go, go a little bit deeper this time. So we know rom-coms are really important to Allie. True story. I can't, I can't deny it. And we've got three rom-coms on the ballot here. One is, and they all start with the, because most of... Mm-hmm. Most, the worst is that, like, I love rom-coms. Becky likes rom-coms. I don't understand how we have a sister-in-law that loves rom-coms and we cannot see eye to eye on this. <laughs> so we have. It's my one thing op- of like, Allie, it's like she, Allie can't be perfect. Like she can't be the perfect sister-in-law. So this is like her one thing. So, and she doesn't use salad dressing, which is so ugh. weird. I've, I've so gotten weird. past that. I've gotten past that. I'm, I'm on board more always like, oh, I sent you a Allie's picture right of salad dressing that I was it's using. True. Uh, Becky and I are often like, I wonder what Allie's doing right now. But she's eating a salad <laughs> dressing. <laughs> 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 Normally. 
So we have the holiday, the wedding day, Ugh. and Don't, <laughs> the proposal. I was like, are we going? I will say the wedding date. The, oh. the first time I saw the wedding date, that is Deborah messing, messing with and, one of the Mulroneys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the first time I saw it was with Ali's family on Yom Kippur. Ooh, and fat, really? yeah, yeah, it was like we were killing time during the fast, and it, it was that's fasting was so more weird. fun than this. Movie. <laughs> her clothes, I have so much to say about this. She movie. was pregnant at parts of that movie. Her uh, clothes and her wardrobe. It's a very horrible. weird premise. So it's here's a very strange. Premise. Okay, wait. For okay. let's go back Hold through the by renting her mesh. Okay, like, Allie, go first. Can you have three minutes? <laughs> no, you, you always <laughs> break the rules. Okay. I would like. I think Allie should go. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll start with my math. Matt is the proposal because that's really your movie more so than mine. You have seen that movie way more times. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I said that makes sense why I would buy it. (laughs) Shy is definitely on board with the proposal. If it's on TV, you stop. Betty White and Ryan Reynolds. And Betty White's adorable. And And Ryan Reynolds is a national treasure. I get that. But it's a whole Canada component. I thought it was just Alaska. No, it's supposed to be Alaska. Oh, she's Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the movie itself does not really... And they don't have the best chemistry, let's be honest. No, the chemistry's not great. Uh, it just it never okay. has risen to the surface to me as like one of those like, oh, I have to stop and watch this on TBS while I fold laundry kind of movies. I'm like, mm-hmm. I could keep flipping. In hopes that I would come across The Wedding Date, which I would rent, because it's it's got Deborah Messing, Love Her, Dermot, or Dylan, whichever one is in it. No one's ever clear. Um, the problem with that movie... Mulrooney, right? He's, I think it's Dermot Mulrooney. Is it? Yeah. That's Dermot Mulrooney. Yeah, that's Dermot Who's Dylan McDermott? <laughs> <laughs> I he's the one from that show. Was it Practice? Yeah. No. Was it The Practice? Practice oh. and he's on L.A. to Vegas. No, no, no. Wait, which I can one? only think of the guy who plays Will now in Will and Grace. No, that the that's, one? that's, that's McCor- uh, Eric McCormick. Oh, Eric but that's the face I'm thinking of. That's his face. It's the same who's face. Who's husband in... It's the same kind um, of face. In uh, Julia Roberts and Sally Field, uh, Steel Magnolias. Who's the husband? No, he's like not even in the movie. Yes, he's, he's married to Julia Roberts. Yeah, but it's, I'll check. But it's no, either Dylan or. There's a husband in that. Oh, it's Dermot. It's Dylan McDermott. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh wow, I'm really having a moment. I'll look <laughs> him up for you. I'll look them up right now. His life imitating art. I'm enjoying life. how much I don't know their faces. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to show you his face? Uh, no, he I'm does not. look I'm like really Will from Willing Grace. <laughs> You can't have a third person in. She's going to keep doing that. Yeah, wait, are you sure that's not John Burnsville? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for anybody listening, that Becky. was a callback to the first or second episode of the podcast. Like face recognition when, disorder. When, when, we were, when we were concerned that the Just possible bit of the show, when we were concerned that the possible bit of the show was us talking about something for an hour and then being completely wrong about it. So anyways, if you go back and you find the John Bernthal episode, it's probably episode two or three. Um, that's where you'll get the John Bernthal <laughs> joke. Uh, so anyways, why do you like the wedding date? I don't remember okay, what happens has- other than it involves human trafficking. It, no, right? Doesn't she a, bring a prostitute across international lines? I think she, he's a It's her friend. Is no. no, he's a prostitute. She hires, she hires him to be her wedding date. man of the night. Yeah, no. Yeah. To oh, go he's to her a Mulroney's ex- the man of the yeah. night. To go to her ex-boyfriend's no, 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 wedding Mulroney, in London. Mulroney's the one that's getting married. No. No, Wait, no. plays the jiggle. Oh, what? I'm thinking of the Julia Roberts <laughs> one. <laughs> My best friend's wedding. <laughs> where her outfits are really done. Oh movie. my god! <laughs> no wonder I was like, no. So and that's, but Mulroney's in both. 
yeah, yeah, he is. He's the okay. yeah. You're right. Wow. All right. Oh, so what happens at my best friend's terrible. wedding day? Because <laughs> <laughs> my best friend's wedding has like some. I read my best friend's wedding. Yeah, no, so I don't bad. actually like so terrible. But that's Sorry. Here's what is enjoyable about that movie. There are delightful moments. There's a lot of international British humor, which I always find very entertaining. It's like, oh, we're in England and we grew up here, so we kind of are part British and we're kind of part American. And it's very cute in that sense. Who grew up there? I the, the characters in the movie. The, da- the daughters oh, in the, the movie. Characters. The characters okay. like, grew up like partially overseas. But the best thing about that movie is it's one of those movies where there was clearly things that got left on the cutting room floor. And there, are, if you watch it enough time, there are giant gaps that you realize that you have to fill in yourself because otherwise they make I mean, no sense. I think that's just a bad But it's movie, not a but, you, but that, you, but it you're so attached to it. Yeah. No, but it's not like a break in situation, as Becky says, only the good parts. It's just mm-hmm. like. No, it's random bits and pieces that you have to kind of piece together and make your own backstory for. And they end up together at the end, right? Yeah. Her in the process. Spoilers. It's a reverse pretty woman. It's a pretty man. Sure. Internationally. And Are we disturbing you guys? What's going on? No, I'm looking it up. I literally looking it up. It's delightful. It's delightful. She also wears a really good dress in the scene where she finds out about some deceit that happened to her. It's an excellent Deborah Messing you're making moment. me feel like the reasons you like movies is not the reasons you should. That's why I like Nancy Myers movies is because it's like kitchen porn. I just, you're right. That is that's true. That's a reasonable reason. I, I remember seeing this movie and not liking it and not getting it. Like it's because there's all. gaps. Well, so that's what the huge I don't know. We watched The Snowman. We liked that. It had tons of gaps. I no, liked it. There was also, so many Also, a bit on The Snowman. Lily and I went to go make oh, a this snowman. This is actually the other very day. important. It's actually really important. The point <laughs> is that we were telling an innocent story about serial killers. Just give me a minute. <laughs> so, Becky and I, you go ahead. Becky and I were building, we were building a snowman. And it just takes a lot longer than you think it would. It takes like a half an hour yeah. to make a snowman. I don't see how you're going to have time to make a snowman as like your murdering somebody. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, a very cold place, though. I, and, and then, and then we, Becky was like, had a good point. Becky, and then we really had like a long conversation while we're doing this. Becky's like, also, you need a very particular type you of need snow. Need a wet, sticky mm-hmm. snow. So how how come every time the snow? I was like, well, they're in like Sweden. There's a lot of snow. I'm like, maybe he carries like a spray bottle around. And, and Becky's like, it. Becky, <laughs> and it. And Becky's like, he's just carrying around bo- spray bottles. And we both agree that he definitely was carrying around like the like the stones and yeah, like the carrot for the, the notes and all that. that stuff. Stuff lying around because we could not find that stuff while trying to build that guy was chopping people up with chicken wire. You, you think you think that Ew. he didn't remember he had those wire Stop. cutter things? I didn't only watch the first twenty minutes. Oh, okay. Well, oh. I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm sure he could bring some carrots. You're, I think he could bring the carrots. But Becky and I were saying that logistically, it takes too long to make a snowman for that movie to work. One and two, you need the right kind of snow. True. I, I like the spritzer bottle. Theory? The spritzer bottle theory works for me. All right, back to your. Wait, I want to give you a pro mom tip for your house because if you don't have the stones and the carrots, things that our houses always have that will work in a pinch for the eyes, prunes. That's what we used last time. There was a snowstorm. Prunes. That's that's rocks. Rocks. Yeah. And then, like and then you have some very regular squirrels. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, and then, it, and then you're, you're by. Tell us yeah, why let's you would go, buy. Go deep on the Obviously, the holiday. But it's, mm. here's the problem with it can I buy the good half? I and appreciate I that you are good recognizing half. that there's a good half. Now, which is your good half? <laughs> I mean, okay, I want to cut 
and paste parts of the two halves together because I want to look okay, at Jude so Law. Why, why I want to look at Jude Law for part of my half, but I want the story of Jack Black and um, Kate, uh, Kate Winslet. Which, What's yeah. her name? Kate Winslet. And Jasper. No, he's the worst. He's the worst. He's Rufus looks like Sewell a serial killer. He's so terrifying. And the old man. Um, uh, like, well, 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 the only good part of that movie. No. He should have ended up with Kate Winslet. I think once. <laughs> I know, I was so excited about well, yeah, that. Yeah, what was that like when you met Eli Wallach? He's such a sweet old man. Was he, he four was feet just, tall? Oh, he was miniature, and he was really, really, really sweet. And we actually had a lovely conversation about Audrey Hepburn and what it was like for I him mean, that's to insane. alongside Audrey Hepburn and oh how, um, you know, as small as he was, she was even smaller than him. And so it was just very sweet. So he, he basically is exactly the character that he plays in The Holiday. He's like he's this sweet institution old, yeah. of Hollywood mm-hmm. knowledge. Yeah. He well, he's amazing in pretty much everything he's in. But in the Godfather Three, which is maligned for a lot of reasons it deserves, there are also some amazing elements of it. And Eli Wallach is amazing mm-hmm. as the sort of you're not sure if he's good, you're not sure if he's bad villain of the movie. That that if they, that that's a movie that could use like a a fan cut. <laughs> that would work really well. Okay, all right. The next by Renter Meh is the sequels edition. So this is the sequel to. By Render Man. And Allie, Allie is known for liking sequels of movies, sometimes more than others. This one isn't going to be on the list, but do you know that in cleaning through our DVD uh, collection, we own a copy of Charlie's Angels Full Throttle, but not the first Charlie Angels. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't buy it. It's because Allie. Okay. So you loves... just bought Full Throttle. They didn't come in a DVD pack where you had to get both. You're like, I mean, I probably, I if I had like, waited who? a couple of years for that to happen, but I wanted it right then. Right there. Yeah, I, I wanted watch Full Throttle. throttle. Allie's like, who, who wants to see the first Charlie's Angels? I want to see the one with the motorcycle chase. Thing. Is that the one with Sam Rockwell? The second one? Or is that Sam the first Rockwell first one? is the first one. The first, oh, yeah. No, Justin because Thoreau no one had... is the second one. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we can have so, a whole So anyways, that one, that one doesn't, doesn't fit as a rom-com, so it's not going to be in this, but that's just sort of giving, Why laying the bedrock for Allie loving sequels. Yeah, I kind of want to go back and watch the first Charlie's Angels now. It's kind of enjoyable, See actually. Oh, done. the first Charlie's Angels is a really fun movie. So Bridget Jones 2. Oh. Allie, no. Really? Oh, no. That, that should never Sex have been made. And the city. Oh, just Sex and the City 2. It's the same difference. Also horrific. Either one of them. And then Magic Mike 2. Oh. Which I, I would like to note, I was not even allowed to go to the theater with Allie and her friends for this because they wanted their alone time with the guys from Magic Mike. Can and I wanted to go I, see it, and I was told I had to stay at can home. Can I just say I love the stakes of Magic Mike 2, that they're just trying to get to, like, a dance performance in Tampa or something. Yep. Like, oh, like they're not trying to save a center. Right, like, there's not, <laughs> or it's not like a competition to, like, get your own show. It's just like, we're just going to go to this, like, stripper convention. It's their like, one it's last such, ride. That's I know, the... I just love how low the stakes are in it. Like, it's really, that's the they right just have one last for fun night. Yeah, that's the... Premise. So, yeah. so Magic Mike One, which I think is actually it's a, a great surprisingly yeah. terrific movie, mm-hmm. is kind of got very Soderbergh, lots of whispering, lots of cameras like pointing at the wall, hearing people <laughs> talking in the corner. But it's a dark, not even it was billed as a comedy, but it's not really a comedy. It's kind of a dark, yeah. moody, interesting movie about with well acted. You had a great Matthew McConaughey role. You had Channing oh, Tatum doing a great job. Um, all the other dancer guys were really fun, uh, and then. Um, and then they made the the sequel, which I really I did not like the sequel at all. I was very disappointed in the sequel. Mm-hmm. I, I, I it was it was it was a bummer for me because all of the moody, interesting stuff of the first one, they managed to keep like the feel of that, but without any 
I don't know. Substance. Without any like, substance. I, I disagree. Very low stakes. I don't think there was any substance to the second one. It was pure, like, what's the, what was the tagline for the South Park movie? Like, bigger, longer, and uncut. That was basically the theme for Magic Mike 2. They were like, how can we get women back to the theater? I mean, the name of the movie was Magic Mike XXL. XXL. Like, they didn't, you know, fair enough. Like, um, there was no substance. There was no Soderbergh qualities. It was just reasons to have more well, strip scenes. It was like Soder. There were some Soderbergh-ish. He didn't direct the sequel, right? Did no. Have a check on that. But no, he did not. Some, they, no. they they kept the aesthetic, but he didn't direct it. One hundred percent. But there is one scene in Magic Mike Two that I think exceeds I know. almost exactly. every scene in both movies, and that is the scene where uh, Mangiello Mangiello dances in the Seven Eleven. Mm. Oh yeah, that that's, that's a great. That that's scene great on its scene. own is funny no, and it has heart and it is yeah. amazing. It is not necessarily worth watching the entire two hour movie, but it is it is an amazing amazing scene. So, of these, how do you how do you buy rent? Bridget man? Jones this, is she like we never speak of it. It's dead. It never happened. We don't we don't discuss. It doesn't it. even get a man. It doesn't get anything. It should never have been made. Um, it's a, it's just painful to talk about. The uh, what do we have? Sex in the City two. Uh, also painful in many ways. Enjoyable to revisit those characters because that's always fun. But they once, once Shai pointed out how horrible a human being Carrie Bradshaw is. It was like I could never unsee it, and I watch everything now through the lens of really like, oh wow, she really is a bad person. And then there was a lot of cultural insensitivity in Sex in the City too. <laughs> when are we getting trash. that one? Yeah, that's, that's I want to know. I wish, that's a good question. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Is that, yeah. Have we given we've given the shout out to Zach Morris's trash? Yeah, there I should be a Carrie Bradshaw so is trash. There should be Rachel, a Rachel Green is trash. <gasps> I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Mm, Rachel Green, great is She's pretty oh, bad. I'd like enjoy it out of love for her, but it's she she's breaks pretty up bad. Ends. It's bad. I know. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Sex and the City two is is pretty awful, and Magic Mike two. I, I think my favorite part about Magic was it Magic Mike two or Magic Mike one that you were like. Hey, Allie, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, I'm going to see Magic Mike 2. Was it one? I think it was one that you went to see it, right? I believe three times, times in, in the, the theaters. Theater? So that was one. And, and then you were like... And then for your birthday, I bought it for you on iTunes. But my favorite thing about seeing it three times in theaters when you were like, don't you have a baby? Don't you yeah. have a job? Are <laughs> the things you're supposed to be and doing? And also, I was like, when you have how free time, doing? how are you only doing that? <laughs> and then when the second one... <laughs> you only see Magic Mike. Like in theaters. <laughs> what you, in the theater. And you're like, I get, I, I can make it happen. I only see Magic Mike on my free time. That's right. Allie's, that's Allie's <laughs> tagline. On, that's your status on Facebook. And then I when only the second one came out, I was like, um, how excited are you for this movie, right? And she was like, yeah. And I couldn't imagine she'd do the same thing. And you did. I did. She went and saw it three times in it theaters. Was, yeah, I mean, look, I different friend groups who needed to see it. Like, I want. I didn't <laughs> want to miss, there. I didn't want to miss the viewing with like any of those hilarious. Okay, um, I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna man. Oh. I'm just gonna say, I'm man. I don't even remember the titles of the those movies are so bad. It's number two, Sex and the City. Number two, Bridget Jones. The worst is that for Bridget Jones, it's like a hurt. It's so hurtful because the first one is mm. like uh, the movie's iconic for me. Um, so Mang those and I'll rent Magic Mike Two. There's no buy. <laughs> well, we own Magic Mike Two, so I don't. I can't really say I would rent it, <laughs> even though I would probably take a similar take to Lily. Becky, I don't know if I'm going to make you wait. I don't this. think I have to play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're going to go a little bit deeper, a little bit darker. 
there's a show that I think is an all-time fave of the four of us, and, and many others, in fact. I'd like to give a shout-out to our dear friend Dave at the Bonsai Retro Club because he is a big fan of this show. And I know they do retro stuff, but if he ever wanted to come and talk Sons of Anarchy, I would Ooh, love for Dave to come awesome. on and talk Sons of Anarchy. There's some serious fans over yeah, here. Yeah, we are, we are serious fans. I was on the Sons of Anarchy bandwagon from the beginning because I love Ron Perlman and mm-hmm. everything, and I love Charlie Hunnam when he was in uh, Undeclared, Judd Apatow's Undeclared. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was psyched about that, and and, and um, Katie good Sagal. friend Jay Baruchel. And Jay, Jay Baruchel <laughs> and Becky. Uh, sidebar, I am not friends with him. Okay. <laughs> we are all from Montreal, and that's the only reason. He's from, he's and, from. And we, from like NDG. on one of the yeah, movies you were working on or something, we met him in New York or I was working on some friends of mine where we went to their set. You should have seen him. Becky's face. I've never seen <laughs> Becky get like, cringe, like, like, we like made her feel really awkward there. She's like, uh, I'm not trying to like freeload on being someone else's star here. <laughs> I'm just like I'm not friends with him. <laughs> Anyways, so um, I mean, we, I'm sure we could be friends. He's from Montreal. He's from NDG. I feel like if you're from Montreal, I'm not gonna. I, this is actually a true story. When I did meet him with Becky on his movie set with that movie he made with Nicolas Cage, in within two it seconds, was Nicolas Cage was yeah, in it. Nicolas was Cage the, is in it. The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Never No one saw that. So then, when we were meeting him within two seconds, somehow we were talking about our synagogue. <laughs> I'm not even joking, Dorothy Emmett. That's how we like. There was a connection of a guy, a kid that went to our school that he's like really good friends with. So hilarious. Because well, that's a cool thing about Montreal. If you're from Montreal, you're kind of always mm-hmm. connected to somebody. So, so sons, we got on the ground floor, but we became. I mean, we were really big fans. We were such big fans that we bought the music from the soundtrack, and we bought. The music from the band, the the house band, the Forest Rangers, that did all of the music for that show, which is incredible. We we we've I've done their pledge musics. I've gotten Ali presents that has to do has to do with them. So we're we're big fans, and we're I've not Jose presents that are sons. Of yeah, I've gotten money because people, people love that show. Oh yeah. Um, when people love, that I've show, gotten people shirt like presents for friends that love this show too. Like it expands. It was a great show, even in even in the moments where it was flawed. Like overall, it was a really fun crime epic. Well, you, I don't think you know. She my, never. She I don't. Never I, I don't it. think you know my secret. Becky never what? finished it. The episode where Tig's dog. Oh, don't uh, say anything uh, in case there's spoilers. Yeah, major spoiler here. Don't That's say. like a. There's an event that happens in the movie where <sighs> most the people show. almost it's a show. end the show. Where pe- most people almost stop watching. I Becky stopped watching. It's the Red Wedding or Sons I, of I Anarchy. Couldn't, I couldn't yeah. keep or, watching. Or that Walking Dead thing that happened. I couldn't right. keep watching, and then I was actually going to keep watching. I was like, it was like six months later. I was getting my courage back up. I was going to finish it, and this, oh. Dumbest PA of my life that was ever working for me was like, oh yeah, you like Sons? I'm like, yeah, but I haven't finished it yet. He's like, oh yeah, because you know at the end, mm-hmm. and then literally tells me oh. the big spoiler of the entire series. That sucks. And I was like, well, I'm, I, I'm there's no way I can finish it now. Yeah, that makes it was sense. too heartbreaking. Well, Terrible. we are going to not talk about any deep plot elements. We'll do a Sons of Anarchy breakdown another time. We're going to be a little bit superficial now because one thing about my wife that you should know is that aside from loving very, you know, deep, dramatic shows like Big Little Lies um, and Downtown Abbey. Down, downtown. Downtown. Downtown, okay. Downtown. Um, Allie really enjoys shows with graphic sexual content and violence. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of, like, Charlie Hunnam bottoms. Exactly. So we're going to do buy, rent, or man of the body parts that were often featured in Sons of Anarchy. 
So uh, these aren't all sexual. Some of them are violent. Don't worry, Allie's happy anyways. Number one is Jax's buns, Charlie Hunnam's buns. Which everybody's buying those. Yes, everybody's buying those. Even you're shy. Chibs's cheeks, because Chibs has that those scars on his Wait, cheeks. Wait, can I point out an amazing callback? You do realize that Chibs is in Charlie's Angels too. He's in Justin Throw's gang of Irishmen. The first time <laughs> nobody, I ever saw him. Nobody knows that. Yes, nobody sees that movie <laughs> because you don't. Nobody knows that. Well, I know, they do. But welcome, like, wow, welcome, Allison. That. that is insane. You're welcome. So I feel like of all that guy's filmography, nobody would bring that up. So I'm here to good for you. So Chibs is cheeks. Chibs has these incredible scars. And then Beck, this oh. might be a little bit of spoiler. So just brace yourself. Bobby's eye from the last season. Hmm. Who is? By Rent Orman. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Elvis. Chubby guy? Bobby Elvis. Bobby Elvis. I'm going to show you. Yeah, he's a Jewish guy. Jewish in the So is Gemma's character. Oh, yeah. Really? She talks often about her Jewish Russian grandmother. Um, Buying the buns, renting the cheeks. Meh. the eye. Ditto. I'm buying the cheeks. The cheeks are really good. The though. cheeks, because Chibs is one of my favorite yeah. characters. And those cheeks the are buns, very intense. The buns are close though, so that's a red. Yeah. And I'm and I'm and I'm not and I'm gonna meh the eye, only because, um, well no, it's just super gross. It's so gross. Um, all right, and now we're gonna buy Renter Meh the leading ladies of the show. This is gonna be tough. Now this one is gonna be deep. This is gonna be superficial. Wendy. Jax's first wife. Mm-hmm. Gemma, Jax's mom. Tara. And Tara. Jax's. I feel like this is not that hard. Not at all. You have to buy Gemma. She's you have to buy Gemma. Lady Macbeth. Like, she's yeah. insane. Oh, wow. And she's. I thought there would be one Wendy. Oh, no, she's not Lady Macbeth. She's. Uh, well, it's Hamlet. Yeah. It shows Hamlet. She's so Gertrude. She's Gertrude. Yeah, his yeah. mom. Hamlet's mom. I mean, that's like. Gertrude's also a great character in, like, literature. So she's 100% buying her. Wendy renting because she starts at a really low point but she makes, she comes full circle. Yeah. She ends up at Tara though. Tara is the worst character on that show. <laughs> okay, like, I'm, gonna, I'm not saying she got okay. what she had coming to her but like or she deserves what she had coming but she is literally the worst part of that I'm show. I'm going to rent her because I feel like she also evolves tremendously. So I'm going to rent Tara and mm-hmm. met Wendy. Okay, well, I'm going to I'm gonna buy Gemma. You do have to buy Gemma. I almost bought Wendy, but you're right. Gemma is the heart of that show. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie, Siegel's, Katie Siegel's performance is off the charts. I feel like I can't see charts. her in anything else. Yeah, she's 100%. only Gemma to me now. It, and, the, and, and the whole, her husband who created the show, their whole artistic partnership her is singing. so amazing. She sang so many of the songs in that incredibly haunting soundtrack. She, you're right. She's the heart of the show. Wendy is definitely a rent. And Tara... Meh, for sure, because I, I found her character annoying throughout the show. Um, but what's funny is is that I she's so important and good on Billions that I oh and, oh, yeah. and um, the same actress and and there's some similarities because in both shows she's kind of like the moral. Yeah, but I, I think that proves that the writing for her on Sons and the directing for her on Sons it's what makes you not like her. It's not her acting. No, I like her. On, I like her a lot on Billions. Here's the thing: the reason why I would rent her is because I feel like her character had a serious darkness to it, and they slowly pull that out oh. over the seasons, and that's what I found very compelling about her. It's a good is point, that, but she's still like just kind of one of. Couldn't take. 
And as she continues to compromise herself, right? Like she continues to. It's like little by little, it's like pulling it like a thread and you're slowly yeah. unraveling her. When her hand gets slammed in the door Ooh. and she kind of yeah. gets darker. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I, she's still going to get my man, but but because I've seen more of Maggie Siff's work, I really do appreciate more what she did with that character. Um, moving on. Moving on. Moving on to what we are watching. And time goes fast. <laughs> so what are we watching? Are we going to talk about the time-traveling nurse in the room? Yes. <laughs> so I'm just going to say it again. I'm knees-deep in Outlander. It turned Lily like into a monster, it's, it's and I can't really... watch anything because she only wants to talk about Outlander. <laughs> so I can't, watching... can't even watch episodes because she just pauses I pause it. it I pause it every five seconds to be like, I have a question. I have a question. Oh, my God. I can't believe that happened. Because you already I'm, saw it. My favorite thing is it's watching like watching a with show. a six-year-old. What's going to uh, happen? What's going to happen? Do you want to know? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could be like, I could just tell you. I'm like, don't tell me. Don't tell me. But, and I and Allie and I at this point are like, can you just tell us what happens? <laughs> no, because you have to get through again, listeners. You got to get through the first few episodes, but then it really first seven, I believe you. First said seven, first seven. But Allie, right Allie, let me tell you something. Literally, shy described your perfect show, Sex and Violence. I know this show's got it. So. And and like third and of my British list is like, is like a Robin Hood esque vibe. So it's all there. <laughs> it's all there. <laughs> I just waited. Just as a slow. It has a slow start. Um, but you asked me, Shine, last week why I like it. Yeah. And I feel like I'm coming at it from a very specific perspective. And I really like this show because I identify with it. Now, I have not tried time travels <laughs> myself. Uh, you have, more. I will say, you I have been sick nurse. so many times, though, that I, you are basically qualified to as be a nurse, to be, be a, nurse. a healer. I am not a healer nor a time traveler. However, I do feel, I don't want to give any spoilers away for you guys, there is a love story that does develop throughout the show. I'll just say that. It's just like a you mean they're not, you mean they're not, love? you mean they're not telegraphing where the love story is going from the first episode? Is it right. like a okay. spoiler that she falls in love with the only handsome man in Scotland from the 1700s? Yes, all of, it's deep. <laughs> all of the other guys, all of the other guys look like uh, extras from the dwarf group in The Hobbit. Right. <laughs> in fact, many of them were actors who played the dwarves <laughs> in The Hobbit. Exactly. So what I'm trying to say is, okay, no big spoilers, but so there's a love story that runs through the show show and um there's something about the fact that this love story sort of happens to the main character and it's something like out of her control and it's just sort of this incredible thing and then it leads her life down a path that she wouldn't necessarily choose like to, to the canary islands like to the canary islands and so what i'm trying to say is that i identify is that i feel like in my personal life I had this sort of love that happened to me as opposed to, like, I feel like it's something that occurred to me. Like, it happened so to me. So this might it be why I... It's something I control. This might be why I love and, Chuck, because it is about a nerd who falls in love with a va- with a very athletic, amazing woman who is way out of his maybe. league. <laughs> oh, that is true. Oh, so You're nice. right. so athletic. So, I know, right? Yeah. She's, she's, so getting yeah. her steps. She could she could be a CIA or spy. <laughs> just just so we know what the bar is in the Corman family. Athletic. Getting her steps. <laughs> Counts as athletic, a professional <laughs> athlete. So basically Olympic level. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is that identify like what I really like about the show is that it's just while it is like a you know a fun a cute love story, but it's also about somebody really choosing to change their whole entire life and going, you know, towards something that they don't really know and it's mysterious and it's out of control, but it's a, it's above and beyond anything else. And I really like that because I ended up in the Canary Islands for something like that. So That's very, very, very sweet. sweet. All right, it's getting very romantic here. I know, this show is so good. Becky. 
I'm not kidding when I say I'm not watching anything because of Lily. All she does is talk to me and ask me questions about Outlander. You're going to force her to rewatch it with even, you love. Even when I offer to watch episodes with her, we don't watch the episodes. She just asks me questions. There's so many questions. Uh, what did you so watch on the plane on the way I over? Only watched, I only watched four episodes of Chuck back to back. Oh, okay. So we've already yeah. talked about Yeah, so watching Chuck. Um, and I guess that's about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Al? I know we, we tried Life in Pieces last night. Oh, that was oh, pretty yeah. funny. Uh, I, I was pissing myself on you guys. I, that show is That hilarious. show is amazing. And, and Zach Morris is trash, which is like a little bit life-changing. That's <laughs> amazing. Just a little bit. A touch of life-changing right there. Yes. What are you uh, watching? What are, what are you watching? Um, I mean, we're, I mean, we're watching Outlander. That's that's happening slowly but surely. And um, I feel like we're very, um, very happily kind of making our way through the middle, which is like, like I said to you the other night, a show comes along exactly when you need it to like fill a certain space in your life. And like right now, I feel like we needed like something that was a little bit poignant, but also a little bit silly and like you could very fall sweet. Asleep too. And you could fall asleep too, and it doesn't matter if you miss a couple episodes. And that show is hilarious. That the show and dippity, you will. Show and dippity. New bit, new bit, new bit, right there. Dippity. When the show comes along at the right time, time in your life, and just when you need it. And I would show say, I would say, Outlander. We're gonna have to have a glossary. <laughs> there you go. Outlander was show and dippitous for me at the time. Show and dippitous for me, even better. And for me, the Avatar and Legend of Korra came show, right, yeah. right when Star Wars broke my heart. And that's oh. part of why I was so attached to those shows. Cool. Show and dippity. Mm. All right. New bit. Everyone's People are going to have to talk about it when they come on. Be prepared. Um, okay, so yeah, we're watching The Middle, Love in the Middle. Uh, totally into Outlander, even if we're making our way slowly through it. There is a show that my friend and Louise recommended called The Detroiters, which I just popped on the first couple episodes. What it's network? Hilarious. Comedy Central. Mm. So you can stream it off their off their website. At least you can stream the pilot off their website. Um Cool. It it stars uh, I've, Sam and Tim are the names of the actors and they have different last names on the show but it's the names of their it's their real last names if you can pull them up a little. Um, anyways, hilarious. Sam Richardson and Tim Robinson. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> they basically have the same name. They have almost the same <laughs> name. It's one of these great shows. It reminds me a little bit of Psych of two silly best friends who are in, oh, it's in the business guy from together. Veep. He's hilarious. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in Veep. Oh, okay. I haven't watched Veep in a while, so I don't remember. Oh, he plays the this guy that plays, plays the it. like super annoying assistant intern or whatever. So funny. Oh, okay. Well, he he's, he's hilarious. hilarious. He's serious. They're wonderful. They play these two goofballs who inherit an an ad agency mm-hmm. from one of the characters' fathers, and they are trying to make the company work. And they're a little bit good at their job, but also ridiculous. In fact, it reminds me a little bit of Tommy Boy. In that they're trying to save the company and doing pitches, but they're also kind of ridiculous and make ridiculous choices. And they're also best friends in a really sweet way. So I watched two episodes. I'm immediately hooked. Totally into that show. Um, and yeah, so that's what I'm watching. Why don't we move to shout outs? Um, first of all, I want to shout out to Lindsay, a.k.a. at AfrosXII, uh, who everyone should follow on Twitter, who is an amazing artist, my my sensei when it comes to art. She's always so gracious in, in helping teaching me do things. She wrote in based on the last episode and our discussion about prequels and whether or not there were any good prequels. And she says that the Planet of the Apes prequels, the Rise, the Dawn, and the War of the Planet of the Apes qualify as very good sequels. I 
remember not really liking the rise. I thought the War for the Planet of the Apes was uh, not the the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes was actually really really cool. And then I haven't seen the War for the Planet of the Apes. So anyone is interested in the prequel conversation, those are recommendations from a very smart uh, person. Um, I'm gonna double down on our shout out to Gato One Dog at Gato One Dog. I have to say, it is like like my life is complete that somebody has quoted me back to me. On it doesn't have to be on Twitter, but the fact that he quoted lines from the podcast, I quote lines from our podcast, but that's like just weird and pathetic. <laughs> the fact that somebody else did out there in the Twitter and sphere, someone with good taste who's like, oh cool. yeah, for sure, I'm like super happy about that because he picked really good lines too. Um, so Gato, we love you. Lily would welcome you anytime in the Canary Islands if you oh, want a vacation totally. there. You're, you will get VIP treatment when you go there, and they can actually call you Gato. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can just be your name. There. Um, and, you know, last but not least, we, we just don't talk about it enough. But oh we've God. really got to give Vanessa. a shout out to Cousin yes, Vanessa. Miss Cousin like, Vanessa. Miss Cousin we Vanessa and B, Becky, meet Vanessa and Becky are on a, like, a group chat together. And Becky literally like turned away for five minutes and she turns back. There's 62 messages. <laughs> and it's all just me and Vanessa talking about Outlander. And so, now we refer to our children as the Bairns. If, if people would like to <laughs> get on that WhatsApp chat, reach out to Lily. She'll add you in. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, Lily, where can people find you? Chi-Chi K. Gomez on Twitter. Um, Becky? I Thanks. may not ever be able to find your tweets to me. But if you do, but it, Lily will love you forever. Yes, you get a prize if I find it. Paper BK Princess on Twitter. And this week up on the recipe blog is like a quick sesame noodle recipe. And then maybe next week when this episode comes out... There's going to be a yummy, oh, shy, you're not going to like the way this sounds, avocado dressing. Mm, I yum. do not. Um, Allie I won't put it on her salad anyway. I do not like avocados. I used to like them a lot, and then I stopped. Oh, my um, God, nobody cares. Seriously? You're talking to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> avocados. Becky once made oh, me I cookies shaped like it. Yoda, these beautiful, green, delicious cookies. And they were so awesome and so cool looking. And then I bit them, and then she said, and they're sweetened with avocado. No, they're colored with avocado. had booger paste on them, and I've (laughs) never been able to eat avocado since. You you try, you try, and you fail, but you try. Keep on trying. Allie, do you want people to follow you based on this? Or just. (laughs) I mean, I I feel like I'm just going to stay where I am. I'm good. Allie's going to I don't tweet that much. I just don't want to tell us where she works. She's like. I know there's some people that come on and, and really do want to talk about, and we want to talk about. We want to talk about everyone's lives and careers and things like that, but some people are like, please don't. I just want to talk about Did you want to do a shout-out to Pam? Becky was on her. Oh, yeah, and well, and last yeah. but not least, um, Beck, you did a crossover uh, on to the Herspiration Happy Hour with the amazing Dr. Pam Gurley. Please give us a plug on that and tell oh, us about that experience. It was, it was really cool. Pam was actually in uh, the Bay Area, so she came over to my house, and we got to do it in person. And unlike this podcast, we actually talked about, you know, timely and important <laughs> issues. So if you want to hear us chat about film industry, um, you know, inclusion and diversity. The Me Too movement. Me Too uh, movement and... Uh, definitely check it out we had a we had a really great conversation about it and we also talk a bit about balancing work and life and um some tips for for you know for doing that so it, it was a great it was a great experience and thank you pam for having me on and you can follow that uh amazing podcast um 
their Twitter account is at Herspiration Mag, and it's Herspiration is the is the company or the organization or the movement. It's the movement. Herspiration, the movement. Uh, you can follow that podcast by going to their Twitter account and following. The and you can account. just uh, subscribe via um, iTunes, you know, pod, podcast. iTunes and all of the other podcast yeah. places. Mm-hmm. So definitely check that out. You can follow me at Pancake for Table on Twitter, on Instagram, on Vero, on Tumblr. You can. Is that still a thing? Tumblr. I, I joined it. I, I mean. Not many things tumble at me, but I, I joined it. I feel like I joined it too late. Mm, yeah, I think a few years too late. Faro, I've been on the, on the ground floor, but I don't know if anybody else is actually using it. I mean, there's a couple of people mm-hmm. I interact with. I enjoy it to make song and movie recommendations. You should show me how to use it, because I really don't get it. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> and uh, we'll play the theme music. That is by What Does It Eat? We're, we're actually dancing in person together right now. You can check us out on FridayNightMoviePod.com. We got a cool new logo. Very excited about that. Love you, logo. <laughs> <laughs> There's on the table here. And um, uh, the rest of the pancake stuff is at PancakeForTable.com. I'm so glad we got to do this in person. I hope people enjoy this. Goodbye. Love you! Love you! Love you. <laughs> <laughs> always hanging up the phone. <laughs> Love you! But in person, we don't really need to say I love you, but it's because we hang up I would we say, say I love you. you. Is that no, I know, but it's like the automatic love you and you're hanging up. Yeah. No, well, in our family, I, it's like no, that. No, I think it's a... No, no, no. I'm so yeah, bad oh, at yeah, Twitter, yeah, Shy. So. Wait, I'm so bad at Twitter oh, that... Um, but you try, which is what I try. It means and I'm looking at this, and I'm like, "Oh man, I liked my own tweet again." But it was <laughs> yours, <laughs> not mine. Oh, you're getting better. Uh, but but you see that heart? I oh. thought it was me liking my own. Business. Lindsay gave us maybe the greatest gif of all time: a dancing Shaquille O'Neal and a dancing cat. But was this part of the same ad, or she combined those, or is this a thing? Uh, I don't these know. These two together. We'll have to get to the bottom of that. Just this have, makes me so happy her. to look at it. I got at home. <laughs> party at the beginning Barbara Streisand's son who's an actor in that scene he's like the only movie he's ever been in he's like super wasted and he's the last person at the party and Lloyd Dobler can't leave until he gives every person their keys or puts them in a cab and he's the last one he's super wasted and he's just lying down with his head in the toilet I got that's like such a one of our lines <laughs> to say that nobody like knows. It's just ours.